Pack Rib Media presents NFT. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy, and I was joined by one of the newest members of the Pack Rib Media team, none other than Top Shot Dad Moves, who's been blogging for Pack Rib Media unofficially for a while. And uh, we jumped into it all. Um, he's got a really great voice, and we talked a lot about NBA Top Shot and how he started collecting. Uh, we also talked about what it's like to want to pass these collections down to our kids at some point. And um, his son and daughter are both big time uh, Top Shot interested youth. So we talk about that and much more. I think we should just jump into it. Um, you can follow Top Shot Dad Moves on Twitter at Top Shot Dad Moves. And uh, without further ado, here we go. On the Pack Rip Media guest line, I want to welcome the newest member of Pack Rip Media, Top Shot Dad Moves. Top Shot Dad Moves, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm really glad to be here, Dr. Jeremy. This is this is a huge honor, honestly, uh, just being being in your presence here. <laughs> no, I think this is a great way to introduce you to the community and uh, and people hear you because I know, like, in in reading pack reviewing for a long time and then hearing him it was like a totally different experience for me it was like oh this is a real human being so uh yep. it's, it's really great to have you on we had i mean like a really riveting conversation before we we started rolling but um i'll start with the same question i asked everyone so how did you get into nfts what what led you here um, it was Top Shot, to be honest. I'm I like a lot of folks. I think in this in this space, it's it was Top Shot. I love basketball. Um, I love collecting all kinds of sports memorabilia. I've got the weirdest sports memorabilia. I just I just have always been into collecting any kind of thing, uh, concert tickets, whatever it is. Like I just collect and collect. And so when I saw Top Shot, I saw it as an opportunity to collect with my son and my daughter, and kind of open packs. They like opening Pokemon packs, etc. And that's honestly the, the jumping point for me. Yeah. Um, similarly, the the idea of Top Shot being something to pass down to my kids is definitely something that I, I'm like, that's my sort of entry point to this as well. Definitely identify yeah. with that. Um, you are a, a Texan. So your sports affinities, I know, are with the Mavericks. What What is your go through sport? You're like your, your big four sports leagues and tell me who you rep. Is it all Dallas teams or, or is there like one rando? you know, baseball team that you're a fan of? Um, it's it's all like my local teams, honestly. Like I, I grew up playing baseball. That was my best sport growing up. Uh, my uncle was my coach and did the travel. I mean, I was, you know, I was legit. A base. I loved baseball. But as I got older, I didn't like watching baseball as much. I love going to ballparks. I think that's still special, like going to a game. But I just, I don't keep up with it as much and I don't watch it. So for me, it's basketball, football, baseball, and then I would say, honestly, soccer over hockey. But um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my my rankings. So, Dad, moves you're a, you're joining a long list of illustrious Dallas Cowboy fans that have joined the program. And oh, uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sadness in their eyes, though, when I speak with them. Oh. Uh, a lot oh, yeah. of uh, un you know promises unfulfilled. Uh, oh my in, in Looking at them. And so uh, I'll give you a second to opine your Cowboys. How are you feeling so far about the season and well, and how they're looking? Well, obviously this season we're, I mean, I've been married to my wife for 11 years now and, you know, her family's all from Boston. So they're all big Patriots fans. And I've just been used to watching them celebrate my in-laws year after year. 
Um, and my team has been, you know, they've been what they've been for 25 years. Um, so I, I feel really good. I think this is the best they've looked. Um, a lot of young guys on defense just stepping up out of nowhere. We never had a complete team around Dak or Tony Romo, who I think are both kind of underrated, you know, but it's like, it's really hard to, you can't carry a whole, it's not like basketball where one player can really change the game. Um, you know, quarterback is that position, but it's, it's also like, you have to have a team around you and they've been, and Jerry, honestly, I just, I cannot stand, I mean, you know, I have to like suspend my disbelief, you know, and I kind of, I don't want to, I'm not rooting for him per se. I just, I'm like, I'm a, I root for the, the players and uh, our team just because I rep the team, you know, in our city, essentially, you know. So, so, so what's your sort of barometer reading on your excitement level for NFL and Dapper? Very excited. Um, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I tweeted like maybe once about it, uh, but for me, it's, again, there's 53, you know, players on an NFL roster versus, you know, what is it, 15, 17 now with the, the two-way contracts in the NBA. So it's really hard for me to keep up with, I don't have the bandwidth to keep up with all the players and all the other teams, but for my team, uh, the Cowboys, I will be buying Dallas Cowboy moments for sure. And then, you know, any kind of superstar players that I do recognize um, would be of interest to me as well. But that's, it's a lot more limited versus the NBA where I love lots of players from, you know, like tons of individual players. Yeah, I don't think they're going to – this is my guess. My guess is that they are not going to do individual player moments because I just – like, where does it stop? Do you have long snapper moments? Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have right gunner moments? Like, at what point do you yeah. do you cut it off? Like, I, I feel like there will be special teams moments, offensive mm-hmm. moments, defensive moments, and that will be sort of how they're categorized because – you know, for me, I'm a former offensive lineman, former defensive lineman uh, at the college level. I would love to get, uh, you know, just a solid Eddie Goldman stacking up two or three offensive linemen and not getting driven yeah. off the ball. That's a great moment for me, but I don't know what the sort of collective response will be to that. So I'm super excited to see how they're going to present this. And I don't think they're going to take up. I don't think, and this is no alpha of anything I've been told or anything, but I just yeah. don't think they're going to do the player by player thing, but I could be wrong. And then, you know, I, I hate kickers universally. So I, w- <laughs> I would probably, even from my um, Cairo Santos, uh, I'm a huge bears fan who was lovely to my kids at bears training camp this summer. Um, maybe nice. I would collect his, but otherwise I would probably, probably not be too interested in that. So me imagine getting a three moment pack, and you get kicker, punter, center. Um, it's gonna be yeah. like a that would be like a, a that's way worse than getting double forty k Laurie Markin in high serials in the same pack. Like that's yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So so okay. You know you got into Top Shot. Top Shot goes through this market nosedive, right? Like yeah. right around March, April, spring break time for me. Um, you know. Did you panic at any point? Were you worried about staying in? Did you have second thoughts about collecting? Like, what was your mindset during that period in Top Shot history? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I joined at the all time high. I joined in late February, same uh, early March. Um, I think that's when we first, you know, ripped our first pack, which was a Scene Stars pack. Same, exactly. Um, You know what I mean? So I pulled a Jason Tatum and sold it for $175 and I couldn't believe it. Uh, You know, and I was kind of like, wow, this is, this is a real thing. Um, You know, so it, so I got into it, but my approach to everything is I'm very deliberate and, um, 
and I never, I can, you know, there was a really bad, you know, movie back in the day, uh, Mel Gibson movie was so bad, but the kid, you know, they said aim small, miss small. I never really, especially when I'm first getting into something, I don't really FOMO into something or do something. So like the most I spent on a moment during that time was like 280 bucks. Um, and honestly, when I kind of saw that inventory just being jacked up, my brain immediately was like, I got to sell all these positions and I didn't hold, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to be able to retire off my account or anything like that, but I mean, I've got like a 30% ROI if evaluate market is correct. You know, uh, I kind of feel like I, you know, just did the thing I needed to do to kind of mitigate that, that, you know, precipitous fall that was, that was taking place. I bought during that time, actually. Like I, I yeah. and, and similarly, as anyone who listens to the program knows, I'm super risk averse. I'm not chasing JPEGs right now and like trying to flip random animals to 5X or yeah, yeah. It's not my style. That's not what I'm into. Um, yep. So for me, you know, I took that time to complete Seeing Stars. It was a great decision for me. Yep. I mean, that LeBron yep. moment it, it's, was $294 at the time of set completion. Now for me and now it's like 698 or something. So, I mean, I, I yeah, certainly was the awesome. right time to, to ape yep. in on that set. Um, yep. But for me, uh, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about next. Like I'm a huge bulls collector point blank period. I'm going to, yep. I'm going to own every bulls. I'm going to be a set <laughs> collector for every bulls series, including series one, run it back, Jimmy Butler. It will be in my possession. And maybe with my run it back haul that I got yesterday, I'll be able to flip and, and get that. Um, but yep. what's your, you're a Mavs fan, obviously a huge Luca fan. Um, what, what's your approach to the Mavs and top shot in general and sort of like, where does it lie on the fandom priority for you as a collector in top shot? Yeah. I mean, gosh, I would love to have the Dirk running back. I mean, it's a Holy grail for me, but it, again, I just, I can't seem to, uh, deprogram myself to, to, to make that jump and that purchase. I, I could, I can, I can do it. I could make that purchase, but I don't, I just have waited, um, you know, for, cause I kind of was like, man, there's gotta be more Dirks coming where we can have that Dirk. I can wait for Dirk. I'm very comfortable with my fandom and I know like how much I love Dirk. You know, I don't necessarily need, you know, to do that for, to kind of, uh, you know, verify my fandom, I guess, of Dirk. Cause um, I mean, he's, he's my favorite player and I've, I've really been following him forever. And I just, I love Dirk. So, um, you know, that's kind of my, been my approach to it. And so, I mean, so, older, so. yeah, I was um, just going to say, so, you know, people, some people like girl dad would say, you know, you go um, superstar, then top shot debut, then rookie four badge or whatever. So you, if, if yep. you had to say what, what's your approach what would what would you describe it as your as a collector? Man, I'm kind of all over the place. Again, I kind of I kind of just go for like common moments and and uh, you know rare tier. I, I don't have a single legendary moment. Yeah, either do uh, I. Again, I think it just goes back to like I said. It's just, this is just how I am. It's like it's not that uh, it's like making money's usually like in my job. Like I mean, I flip I flip things in my job. That's what I do for a living. Is I flip. So with this, I just kind of enjoy just buying, you know, stuff that again, that I'm not going to get hurt on um, because like making money's like, a, you know, especially in this country, it's kind of all the rules are, are programmed to make it easy to make money. Uh, you know, it's kind of sad, but, um, but losing it, um, you know, to me, um, like that's a lot, 
it takes a lot of discipline not to lose the money you already have. Yeah, um, agreed. And that's the position I'm kind of in right now. And I have kids. So I just have a different investor profile, I guess, you know, um, and I just, it's, it's, I guess you would call it a conservative, you know, profile. Yeah, it's very diverse. I, we, we sound very similar in that respect. And I do think the fact that I have kids is a part of that too. And, you know, um, being an expat living in a foreign country where the goal is to save, you know, the idea of losing it when you're sacrificing being away from family to, you know, on, on a JPEG just sounds yeah. like, oh, I bought this goat and it didn't pan out. It just sounds and feels, feels really stupid to say that out loud. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would say I'm, I'm mostly a common, I've, I've started to fall in love with throwdowns because as a rare yep. moment to get them for 35, $40, I just feel like there's oh, yeah. just a lot of value there. Um, but I am clearly focused on collecting the bulls and, and my, yeah. my haul last night in the run a backpack was just like, it blew my mind. It was like the first time I've ever had any good pack magic happen to me. Nice. I mean, just getting the pack was crazy to me in PQ one, yeah. but then, uh, my haul was good and uh i got a ray allen and a sonics jersey i'm definitely gonna flip that um oh, yeah. i got uh Dwayne wade uh archive moment really excited for that and then yep. uh i got my dirk moment now i got my dirk moment because it's it's zebo it's zach randolph um putting a post move <laughs> on him but you know what nice. i'll take it um it'll yeah, have no. to do it's a dirk adjacent is what i call those that's I have right a, i have a showcase called luca adjacent there are no luca moments it's just all these moments he's in. And some of them yeah. he's getting cooked. Uh, some of them he's dishing off an assist, whatever. Yep. But I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. So, you know, as we start to – I see for the audience that can't see, you have a Summer League hat on. Did you go to Summer League uh, in Vegas uh, this year? I am a Summer League vet, I would say. I've gone m multiple times. Um, I didn't go these last couple times. I've just been, again, very risk-averse with the COVID and everything with children that are unvaccinated. Um, and you know, I just, you know, I just kind of was like, I, I enjoyed it from afar. I love seeing everyone have a good time uh, in Vegas. And I was very, that's, that's about the only time I had FOMO during this whole, uh, journey <laughs> was watching people at summer league, hard. my favorite place to go. Um, so, um, but yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big summer league guy for sure. Yep, uh, I'm definitely them. going this upcoming summer league. Uh, it will be back Same. in the U S and. Um, yep. really looking forward to having that sort of in real life sort of, of meetup experience. So as we approach series three, what is it that you're excited about with series three coming from top shot in the, you know, in the coming month with, uh, you know, opening tip coming, uh, really soon, actually. I guess it's just like, well, for one, you know, we have new players on the Mavs, um, Reggie Bullock, I'm really excited about from the Knicks. Um, I just think his shooting is going to be really key for what we're doing with Luca. You know, we need good shooters around him. So, um, I mean, we're basically Nick's light over here. We got, uh, you know, we got Frankie Smokes. We got, you know, Frank from the from the Knicks. We got Tim Hardaway Jr., KP, uh, Reggie Bullock. I, I, I mean, it's kind of wild. But I, I like collecting the new players on our team. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. The new rookies will be exciting. And just, you know, all the new challenges and everything that comes along with a whole new uh, NBA season and just, you know, tracking those moments as the season progresses. Oh, this guy gets injured. So people kind of dump his, you know, just following those things um, as they, as they happen is, is very exciting to me. Uh, selfishly now having a couple priority queue experiences where they've paid off. So, and, and then, and then there were four, I was able to get a pack this run it back. I was able to get a pack. I didn't get a hollow pack, which is fine. Um, but, you know, it 
it's cool to see that sort of because I am too risk averse to just make some huge splash on a moment in the marketplace. Like it it was really cool that like that pack that I got last night might make me liquid enough to get the, the moment I really want, which is this Jimmy Butler run it back. And exactly. otherwise I wouldn't be able to do that. And so yep. I'm really excited to see how they were reward loyal collectors uh, as this thing goes along, obviously um, the in real life stuff. And then to your point, my, my bulls roster is entirely new other than Kobe white. I think he's the only yeah, remaining. You've got a lot of fun stuff happening. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Texas A&M Aggie. So Super excited about Caruso joining the team. Uh, yep. That was really, really exciting to me. Uh, and I'm just excited to have this experience like with a good GM and a good president and a basketball operations and a good coach and then like a squad. Like I, I know Pac Rip would be yelling at me right now to say I'm excited by watching preseason basketball. But I mean, uh, the Lonzo – addition uh, oh. is really, really big, excited for that. And then just watching this squad come together, the DeRozan one is the one I don't really quite understand, but I guess we'll just see how it plays out. But like as a Bulls fan, uh, it's the most excited I've been for a season in a very, very, very long time. Um, I was gifted as a child, the six NBA championships in the Jordan era. This was my childhood. Like, yeah, if you talk about any sports memory that I have, that's it. I was too old for the 85 bears. The Cubs finally won like a couple of years ago um, and the White Sox won, I think in 2005, but, uh, and I was never a hockey fan. So the Blackhawks that never got me excited or yeah, I never really got into yeah. all that. So hopefully the Bulls will be a competitive team and collecting that. Uh, and I'm a huge MGLE fan. Like I just like, oh, yeah. I yeah. like that, that tier of moment. I'm again, I'm not going to buy a legendary anything unless I got it in a pack. Um, just really excited about, another series of collecting and the run it back pack drop yesterday, even though they had their issues, I know they're going to fix it today. Um, it was yep. really nice to feel that top shot exuberance again. And I've, I've missed it. Um, WNBA has been a nice holdover, but it was really exciting. Like after a couple of weeks of, of a lull, I noticed I hadn't been going into the marketplace for anything. And it was just yeah. nice to have that excitement back again. I, I was the same way. Yeah. It, it was almost like um, I almost had like an adrenaline dump. Um, you know, after, cause it just was a, it was a kind of a long queue, you know, it was just kind of taking a bit. And, um, and my wife was like, you seem exhausted. I'm like, I know it's just like, there was so much buildup. Um, and I was, and it was just, you know, I was thinking about it the night before, like a lot of people were posting, I can't sleep and all this. Um, I mean, I think we were all right there, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know, got me back fired up about the season for sure. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, and then thinking about what this could look like on the NFL side too. Now, one of the parts that really sucks about being in Asia is that these things always happen at a really inconvenient time. Yes. But like the 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 drop gods again, looking down on me, smiling, saying we're going to do yeah. it on a Thursday night for you, which is technically the weekend for us because we're off the on weekend, Fridays yeah. and Saturdays. So <laughs> it was like it was like wow, this is it's all coming together. Did you get a running backpack yesterday? I did. Yep. What'd you I get? Did. What was, was in your What was in your haul? I, I pulled I pulled Michael Red, which I, which I was very excited about. My kid, it was funny because my son was like, "Who's that?" You know. Um, yeah. Oh, you I have to educate them. My though. son, and my daughter, because if I opened a pack without them, I would be you know uh, cast out. So uh, yeah, I opened it and we got Michael Red, and I was you know yes, Michael Red. You know, I like yeah. Michael Red. Uh, I know who Michael Red is. 
awesome player. So that's who I pulled as his top shot debut and uh, very pleased with that. And uh, in the archive, I've, I've got big shot Bob, uh, Robert Ori, who is very I just, cool. I mean, I just love him. I love his game. I don't know, man. I just, he's one of my favorite players. So that was really my favorite of the, of the archive. I, I pulled a Dwight Howard in the archive, a Danny Granger rookie in the archive. Um, nothing, nothing crazy, but the big shot Bob was definitely my, my, you know, kind of pull there on the archive side of things. Man, that's a nice, it's a nice pack. Um, I was really fortunate to get the Ray Allen as my, uh, my rare moment. And and it's in the Sonics Jersey, which I was super excited about. And then I got Al Harrington. I got Zebo, I got Dwayne Wade. Uh, and who was my last one? I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head right now. I know. Same. Yeah. I don't have it like pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, and I don't, I, but it was, it was a nice pack for me. Uh, and I felt like I got a good haul, uh, start to finish. The Al Harrington moment is one of the weirdest assists I've ever seen on the platform. Yeah. He just sort of blindly chucks it up in the air and Josh Smith <laughs> slams it down. It's a really, it's a cool moment. Um, but yeah, it was, it was exciting. And I have three boys, well, we were having a sleepover last night because it was the weekend, and yep. one of them fell asleep. We tried to wake him up. We tried to wake him up. We tried to wake <laughs> him up. He didn't wake up. We opened it without him, and it was Ooh. it was hell this morning. It was I know I, I, I definitely know caught <laughs> hell this morning. I made that mistake once, and I caught the same. It was yeah, yeah. It was my was first time. first time making that mistake, but definitely lesson learned, and won't do it again. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, Dad Moves, you're now part of Pack Rip Media, and we're really glad to have you uh, as part of this team. And um, you, you'll be in the WhatsApp group soon, I'm sure. If you if you're not already, I'm sure that's that's coming. And uh, um, you'll either love it or you'll run away. One of the two. Uh, <laughs> excited to see what happens. But what that's what are funny. you? Anything that you're looking forward to writing about uh, for the blog uh, in the in the near future? Are there any sort of topics that are rolling around your head that you're really looking forward to sort of getting typed out and, and submitted out and, and shared with? The yeah, like I've been kind of I like to kind of uh, give myself prompts or columns, if you will. So kind of two that I've started, if you will, is never a dull moment, which I like to look at moments that are just very strange and quirky. Um, you know, so so far I've covered the Rolo top shot debut moment. And the Josh Richardson MGL. I saw that one. That was a really good read. Yeah. And so it's just like stuff like that. There's the DeMontis Sabonis uh, 40K where he, you know, hits it off the top, you know, for a three pointer and it falls in. There's the Brianna Stewart uh, layup that goes way up off the top. Joe Ingles has a weird playoff moment the same way. Um, there's just a lot of like, it's just those kind of uh, moments of that ilk that are kind of, you know, um funky if you will or just offbeat not your typical moments well so it's column. funny it's like i i love the the djj rejection of lebron where he pins it off the backboard like you know how many times yeah. lebron has got people that way and exactly. to see someone do it to him uh you know it's interesting to think about the moment and you know we always use the word posterize right like i was watching mm. uh my my uh sworn enemy larry markinen getting posterized by the bulls <laughs> the first night of the preseason and yeah. uh, and I feel like this takes it to another level. Like you don't want to be yeah. like in a common moment that's widely circulated, getting embarrassed or crossed over. And I just wonder if this has hit the player's psyche yet. And if they're like metacognitively recognizing that collector aspect of this yet. I, I think it's got to play in a little bit. Like, I mean, 
you know, a lot of like NBA players or any athletes will say, I don't pay attention to social media. I don't look at that. Bullshit. Yes, yes. yes, they do. And so they're aware that anything they're doing on the court right now could be a top shot moment. I think that, I think that does play. Maybe it's not totally seeped in yet because top shots just a year old, but I think it's seeping in. I, and and I think it's definitely a thing, a real well, thing. Well, in dad moves, here's the thing to think about. You know, like a viral video on YouTube has a moment and then it goes away. Um, yep. With the exception of maybe like the Mark Sanchez butt fumble, which I feel like has never escaped <laughs> the uh, – it, it remains forever. But like I feel like everything else sort of disappears over time. But like, you know, when you're talking about something that is being collected and held, it is not going away. And there yeah. will be challenges and quests and – Articles being written, you know, like it, it, yeah. it is yeah. forever memorialized uh, within the sports yeah. consciousness with this platform. One, as we said earlier, we're going to be passing it down to our kids. So the next generation is going to be, it's not just here with us. It's, I mean, my son is, to be quite honest, my son kind of gives me the best insight on Top Shot. He's the one that kind of told me that we need to collect sets. So we did the hustle and show set and we did the all-star game set. And those are our, those are number one and number two reason our account is as healthy as it, as it is um, yeah. because he saw before I did that set collecting was. It's going to matter and it's going to matter more than it has so far. And I mean, obviously cool cats is a whole different, that's a different conversation, but okay. Mm-hmm. Dad moves. We're going to wrap this episode up, but I'm extending the invitation to your son. So when he listens to this, what's your son's name? His name is Keats, like the uh, poet. Keats, listen, Keats, we need you on the next episode with episode with your dad when he comes back, and uh, we're gonna get your feedback on the start of series three. So I'm gonna have you back on with dad oh, very yeah. soon, and uh, let's get your take on what's going on uh, because your dad says you have good alpha, and if he says you have good alpha, you must have good alpha. He's got the best alpha. I mean, he's he's on he's my son, so of course I think he's the best. You know, whatever. You know, but he's he's so he he honestly is is the best parts of me, and 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 that goes the same for Top Shot. <laughs> yep, maybe we'll we'll do a little recurring segment with him, or, or get him to come on a couple episodes and do uh, some Top Shot oh, stuff. But he uh, was very excited about uh, me jumping on, and just in general, just in being involved in the community we we started top shot like i said in february march but we we didn't start our twitter account till may or something um and and that's when i really got more engaged with top which is like the community aspect has been the best part of top shot i think a lot of people agree with that um it's not even close for me that's why i do it i'm not doing it to to, to make some crazy life-changing mind i just really love like how it makes me feel uh, to be part of something bigger than myself and yeah um, i i agree 100 percent. it's it's and it's something fun and uh i think you know keats keats will be ready we'll we'll talk offline we'll get that happening uh dad moves i want to thank you for coming on i'm gonna put your twitter handle i'm gonna put a link to all of your different medium posts that have been uh featured in pack rip media uh, is there one in particular, if someone's reading you for the first time that you say, please read this one first, what would you say? Yeah, I, it's either going to be the, the, all, my very first post, which was all about my son and I deciding to buy the all-star game set or the, the post I made about, uh, going to a WNBA game with my kids and my wife, because, um, those are about my family and us enjoying this, um, top shot and basketball together and, um, so that, that to me would be either one of those, 1A, 1B. Cool. Um, 
those would be the two for me. Well, thank you so much for joining. This is Top Shot Dad Moves, uh, newest member of the Pack Rip Media team. So excited to have you. And I'm uh, very again, excited. Honored, just, just wanted to do a proper welcome for you and uh, looking forward to uh, growing this Pack Rip Media thing with you as a partner. And uh, thank you so much for spending time with me tonight. Thanks, Dr. Jeremy. Take, take care, man. I want to thank my guest, Top Shot Dad Moves, for joining me on this episode of NFT. Uh, I have some great episodes coming your way. I spoke with Tristan Hillrich. Had a really interesting story about his journey into NBA Top Shot, uh, where he was actually one of the earliest adopters imaginable, but just never got around to buying a moment. It's a really interesting story. I think you're going to enjoy that one. It's part of our Nine Lives Lounge series. And then um, the other big announcement uh, it's sort of a top secret episode that I'm going to drop tomorrow after there's an announcement made on ESPN first. So there's going to be some good alpha coming your way for a really exciting project that I think is sort of at the center of disintermediation when it comes to, you know, um, distributing money in different ways than it is accustomed to being distributed. And I guess I'll leave it at that. Uh, but I want to thank you for all of your likes, retweets, subscriptions, reviews. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Uh, and it is so deeply appreciated. And I'm looking forward to seeing many of you at NFT NYC coming up at the end of October, beginning of November. Have a lot of exciting things planned for that. So this is Dr. Jeremy signing off saying take care of yourselves and each other. See ya.